Yo, what's up? This is the baddest man in Mississippi, Ben Big Tuna Parish. You catch me on Pro Sports Podcasters. Running it up. We are the Pro Sports Podcasters, where no sport is left behind. It's time for another episode of the Pro Sports Podcasters with your hosts, Nee Wallace Bruce, Corbert Durand, and Justin Williams. On this podcast, we have guests from all over the world covering every sport from artistic gymnastics to weightlifting. We are something for every sports fan on PSP. Whether your interests are the athletes playing the game, the coaches, or the media, we've got you covered. Fun and informative, honest and engaging. You won't want to miss a single episode. So let's kick this off. Welcome back to the ProSource Podcasters. I'm your co-host, Mr. Nemos Bruce, a.k.a. NWB, and I'm joined by the talented Mr. Corbett Durand, a.k.a. Kobe. Nemos Bruce, I'm good, buddy. I'm good. How's it going, buddy? I'm so good, mate. Can't complain too much. No one would listen anyway. But um, <laughs> we have a special guest. We do. And she's fresh from the ultimate fighter, which you can see on ESPN. She is MMA fighter, grappling extraordinaire, Hannah Guy. Hannah, how you doing? Hi, I'm great. Just enjoying this beautiful weather today. <laughs> That's right. You're out in California right now. Take us through your experience mm-hmm. on the ultimate fighter. How, how was that for you? Wow, it was a crazy experience. You know, definitely in my top memories in life so far made some amazing connections um, not only as far as business wise goes but just uh, in the fighting world and then you know amazing connections with new friends you know we connected in such a crazy way you know when you're under that high pressure um, you get really close to people so even though you know six weeks really isn't a long time in the grand scheme of things that six weeks was definitely life-changing and you know the relationships I made were they'll last so yeah it was crazy and (laughs) beautiful Nate we love to hear that and unfortunately you weren't able to to win but Mm. what's what's next in terms of the MMA future for Hannah Guy um, no matter what happens, um, you know, I love fighting. So, you know, wherever I need to do that, as far as going back local or if I do get signed, you know, by a bigger promotion or a smaller one, I can build some more experience, you know, whatever that is, you know, I'm here for it. I know in the end, um, the the end goal is definitely to get that, you know, flyweight champion belt in the UFC. So I want to be a world champion and I believe I can be. And I just need a little more experience. You know, I've only been training five and a half years now. So I feel like that's not a lot of time in the grand scheme of things for what I've been able to accomplish so far. So, you know, and I'm not even near there as far as where my skill is going to go. And, you know, I haven't had that much cage time. So just getting that more experience and, you know, thankfully, as amazing as Ultimate Fighter was, and um, even though I did lose, you know, there was still some controversy and, you know, the girl I fought was extremely experienced, twice as many fights as me, has been training twice as long as me. So just the fact that I was able to be in there and not get hurt and hold my own, um, yeah, I got Dame in the first round, you know. 
but um, I didn't take a lot of damage. I wasn't tired, and I went into that second round, you know, a lot more, you know, intensely like I wanted it, you know, and, you know, things didn't exactly go uh, in the second round, you know, completely how I wanted them to go either. Um, you know, I made some mistakes that I know just more experience, more training will um, I can fix. You know, and I just have a really strong mindset, so I'm not afraid to get out there and fail. Um, of course, you know, I wanted to win, and, you know, I had to deal with the grief of that. But, you know, I know one day I'll be where I want to be. It doesn't have to look like everyone's journey. <clears throat> I went into there thinking that I would be kind of an underdog and kind of like Juliana um, Pena when she was in, you know, the ultimate side fighter with Misha Tate and Ronda Rousey, you know, as the coaches. And that was why I started training in the first place and much less fighting. I never thought I'd be here. So, you know, I thought I would be like her. Unfortunately, it didn't go that way. You know, I lost my first fight in the house. So, like I said, I have had to deal with the grief of that. But um, I'm just reminding myself my journey isn't like everyone else's. And um, it doesn't have to be, you know, I'll get there when I get there. All I know is, you know, eventually that's the end goal. And, you know, if I have to take some failures to get there, that's what I'm willing to do. And I'm not afraid of that. So Beautiful. Yeah, Hannah, I'm a fan, first of all. Yeah, I became a an oh. instant fan of yours uh, covering MMA because you made me look like a genius when I picked you over Lareda. Okay, so thank you for oh, that. I love that. <laughs> okay, thank you for that. I don't know if Bellator was was bitter about that win, but it, it surprised me to not see you on a on a card after that on the Bellator cards. But wh- whatever, we can get yeah. into that. So mm-hmm. a couple things you couple things you said was, you know, your path could be different. doesn't really matter. I mean, in mixed martial arts, there isn't really a set path, you know, like yeah. there's so many different ways to get to where you want to get. So understandable yeah. there. And obviously you weren't expecting to be on the ultimate fighter. And when you got that call, it had to be a surprise. And what went mm-hmm. through your mind when you got it? I mean, a lot of self-doubt for sure. Um, but I was mainly just excited Because, you know, I think I accepted just, like, my experience level and skill level, you know, and I haven't been at big, like, fancy gyms, you know, so I was just excited to be under amazing coaches like that. I had no clue how amazing it was going to be, but it was even better than I imagined. All the coaches, you know, worked one-on-one with you. They gave you all the attention, and um, I just learned and got better so much while I was there, and... But yeah, I was just more excited for the experience and uh, definitely more than the nerves I had was just focusing on enjoying each day and making sure, you know, I was fully taking it in and being present. So I was just going in there with intentions as far as that goes and I knew the rest would follow. And what got you into mixed martial arts to begin with? Um, The Ultimate Fighter. So I was dating this guy and he was really into MMA at the time, still is. But when we were dating, you know, he couldn't necessarily get me to watch fights because I didn't really know what it was. But he thought I would like it through this, like, TV show. Um, I was a little feisty, like, me and my, uh, (laughs) like, that's not my personality at all to be, like, violent or anything. But me and my friends sometimes in our friend group, we would, like, wrestle each other just for fun. And we would, like, go at it. And uh, I just loved the way that felt, and, um, you know, I just really enjoyed it. So 
Uh, he wanted me to watch the Misha Tate versus Ronda uh, Rousey season. Mm-hmm. And um, when I watched that, not only the drama kept me interested, but like the training they were doing like behind the scenes and just seeing what all goes into it, seeing that it was a science and it wasn't just you going out there and, you know, brawling. Um, there's like science to it. There's different ways you can win fights. And all of that was just super interesting and made me really excited. I never thought I would be, you know, good enough to fight in the cage. Um, But after about a year of training, um, my coach asked me if I wanted to take an MMA fight. And I was, like, super scared. But I was, like, honestly, like, this will make me better. It's a challenge that I can, you know, uh, try to overcome and, you know, something I can say I accomplished. And uh, depending on how that felt and how it went, you know, I was willing to do more. And after that first fight, you know, I was so, like, adrenaline dumped. I had to lay in the floor for, like, an hour with ice all over me. And uh, I never threw up or anything, but I was definitely, like, exhausted. But it was the best feeling in the world, getting your hand raised after such a, a war on your mind and physically. I just craved it from then on, so... You know, I've overcome a lot of hurdles with self-doubt and confidence and that kind of thing. Um, But I've worked really hard the past couple years, really, but especially the past six months. I've really worked hard to work on those things. And that way I can not only become a better fighter, but just a better human being. And, you know, I've been able to figure out my purpose and how I want to help others and, you know, why I fight. So, um, so, yeah. That was a long answer to what you said, but no, 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 that's that's good, that's good. And (laughs) obviously, you've got a number of submission finishes in in Mm -hmm. your career. I mean, did you just naturally take to jujitsu, or is it because jujitsu was the first thing you trained in? How'd that go? So when I started training, I started doing all of it, which jujitsu made me the most excited, just watching. Um, But honestly, I enjoyed all of it. I learned that. I enjoyed learning the science behind punching, kicking, you know, different strikes. And so, and then the jujitsu was so interesting. There's so much you can do. And when I tried it for the first time, it was like crack. I was like, I got to get more of this. Like, I got to do this every day. The endorphins I just got from it were crazy. I loved how much it pushed my body while I was having fun at the same time. You know, I love that it's all about kind of like chess, you know, but you're also getting like you're moving your body in such crazy ways and it's just a great workout. And that's always great to just enjoy, you know, working out in some way. Um, Being healthy was important to me. So that was another part of it. I wasn't naturally athletic and I always struggle with like hand-eye coordination. So the striking has been a lot harder for me, but I'm super proud of where I've come with it and I'm excited to grow and get better but yeah not only was jiu-jitsu exciting but it just came a little more naturally but I did start everything all at the same time so taking more breaks between striking because of various like minor injuries that I've had but um yeah I mean I definitely took to jiu-jitsu a lot more and it's always fun to get finishes in your fights of course especially after my last fight I don't want any more decisions because I don't want to have to have any regrets, you know. Oh, so, for sure, for sure. Um, and leave it in the hands of judges. Never leave it to the judges, as they say. 
This episode is brought to you by the good folks at New Smile. Just use the code PROSPORTS to get $150 off any of their teeth aligning kits. So turn up the dial on your smile with New Smile. Now on to the show. Hannah, you touched on how you overcame some adversity. Do you mind sharing a little bit more about that with us? Um, yeah, just... I can go really deep on that or keep it shallow, but, um, (laughs) yeah, I just, I mean, as far as my mindset, you know, I just, I've always wanted to be great in some way. Um, I never wanted to be great in just one way, but, um, being great and leaving a legacy has always been important. I always thought that I could be that special and with hard work and dedication, I know with anything I can accomplish anything I want to, but, you know, I haven't always had that mindset. You know, there's been times where, you know, I just wanted to give up on fighting and I had to ask myself why. And most of the time it was just my confidence in it, you know, thinking, oh, well, what is all this for if I'm not going to be a world champion? But maybe I can be world champion, you know. And not only that, but just enjoying the journey of it. Like if it's something I want to do on a daily basis, I might as well go after it, you know. Yeah, that's been a lot of the adversity just balancing and not only that but just supporting myself on a fighter income you know has been really hard um so I've had to get really creative and still trying to be creative you know um so and trying to make it so that I can uh be more comfortable and not have to worry about finances and things like that so adversity like that for sure you know a little deeper I was in a um you know a toxic situation um as far as relationships go uh you know just who I was romantically involved with was very toxic and you know I kind of felt stuck for a few years and I wasn't leveling up as quickly um I didn't have you know a lot of the training partners I needed I didn't have all the coaching stuff I needed and for a long time I've wanted to move out of Mississippi and see other places just in general And I knew every time I would train at new gyms or go to bigger cities, like, it was just so impressive, you know, where those people, you know, the coaching that they would give me would change my life, you know. So I knew I always wanted to move out, but I felt, you know, stuck in that relationship, like I couldn't leave. And so when I finally had the courage to leave that, I bought an ambulance and, uh, you know, just escaped essentially just ran away and you know things have been going up from there you know a few months after that I was in a bare knuckle fight war um and I wasn't even a boxer but I held my own and then a few months after that you know the ultimate fighter so there's something to be said when you align uh you know your beliefs and the things you stand for in life and um if you're aligned and living in that way you know the universe kind of gives you what you need and are wanting. That's awesome. Now, yeah. I, well, I'm not aware of what happened when, in terms of the vehicle that I was delivered to the hostel in when I was born. <laughs> so I can't say for I can't say for certain Aww. that I spent time in an ambulance. So I actually don't know what the in, I don't know what the interior of an ambulance is like. Can you help me out with that? <laughs> um. Yeah. So there's uh, a pretty big bed in there. Um, at the very end of the ambulance, it's kind of like a square shape. So I don't know if you've seen the people who live in vans, but it's usually like sprinters. So they're pretty long and a little bit wide, but the ambulance is actually a little wider. 
which was nice. And um, it was a little shorter, though, so you had to be really creative with your storage, which I did not convert it myself. I bought it partially converted. So all the electricity was already done. A lot of the walls were already done, cabinets in the bed, and uh, even some of the plumbing for the shower. So I'm going to, in the next couple months, get the shower fixed. And then I'm not really traveling in the ambulance anymore, but um, it's still going to be like my home, just so I have kind of my own space to come to, you know, when I get a home base. So, but yeah, so it has pretty much everything besides the shower. Um, I have a portable uh, cooktop and uh, a sink in there. I have a way to run water. Um, it has solar panels, so it's completely self-sufficient. Wow. Um, it has an AC that actually does work um, if I have full sun coverage. But honestly, uh, I've been traveling a lot this summer purposely just out of my car, which does have AC. And I'm just staying at friends' houses. So, you know, really you want to travel with the weather, but as expensive as gas has been, I've just kind of moved into my car and been living out of my car, just traveling, you know, place to place. But, yeah, that's kind of what the ambulance looks like. You can also see that on the episode of The Ultimate Fighter. It was pretty messy, honestly, but uh, just keep in mind, I, <laughs> they told us, uh, we were going to be on the ultimate fire and then two weeks out, we were flying out. So <laughs> I didn't have a ton of time to get all my <laughs> affairs in order. So don't judge me for the mess, <laughs> but yeah, all you right. can see it all on there. I don't, I don't have a lot of it on my social media. Um, I do have some videos, but yeah, you might as well watch the show if you haven't, you know, for the audience out there listening. Um, if you want to see it, definitely watch the episode. Um, it's a lot better video quality, too. <laughs> there we go. The ultimate fight of 30. Team Pena versus Team Nunez. Yeah, so, I mean, are you, are you currently training now or no? I am, yeah. So, I'm, I'm training with uh, Juliana Miller and Laura Gallardo. Okay. Um, in San Diego. Uh, I think Wednesday night I'm going to go up with Laura. Um, we're all together today, but Laura actually lives in St. Clemente, so um, I'm going to go spend some time with just her in a couple days, but right now we're kind of hanging out, training together, and we also have some friends out of town that kind of helped with the show. Melissa Asaya, I think is her last name. Uh, she's doing combate this weekend, and um, uh, a girl, Maddie, who awesome, crazy wrestler, and just a baller honestly like she's so good and she's 18 years old so it's been great training with her as well um so yeah yeah i've been training hard i had like a little elbow injury for a little bit that i was suffering from and i even did like a jiu-jitsu tournament with it and was kind of being careful you know not to hurt it more and i did pretty well in that tournament considering thankfully but uh i kind of took some time off after that and uh, I've been hard at it again the past couple weeks or so. So um, it's been feeling really good. And I'm feeling really healthy as far as my body goes. And do you have an agent? Do you have representation? Um, yes, I am represented by First Round Management. So, yes. Okay. So, I mean, you, you came on my radar uh, at Bellator 259 when you faced Valerie Lareda. Now, mm -hmm. first of all, you were a, a sort of a late replacement for that, correct? Uh, 
No, actually, I think it was a six-week camp. Um, okay. So I think they were just having trouble finding someone. They had been looking for a while, but then they found me about six weeks out. So we had time to game plan and do exactly what we needed to do for that fight. Okay, and going into that fight, there was a lot of attention and hype around Valerie Lareda, partially because she's yes. sort of a like an Instagram sensation as well, right? So she has yes. a pretty sizable following, and you sort of came in as a, mm -hmm. a spoiler, so to speak, and you, you did exactly what you had right. to do, which is I, I figured was to take her down and, mm -hmm. and use your, <laughs> your ground game against her because everyone she had faced before you just didn't really have it. Yeah. Now, that would have got you a lot of attention. It, so how is it now that you have not been back to Bellator since then? Did they talk to you after that fight? So everything was kind of done through my agent. So I don't know how that conversation went or what exactly was said. But um, for whatever reason, they didn't offer anything else. To this day, I'm still not really sure. But... Hindsight's twenty twenty. If I had been in a contract with Bellator, I wouldn't have had this opportunity to do the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, kind of a once in a lifetime thing. Of course, being in Bellator, like signed, would be amazing. UFC would obviously be amazing. So, you know, not a lot of fighters can say they're on the Ultimate Fighter. So, and it was just cool to see it come full circle, and because of how much I grew, you know, I, I probably grew way more in there than if I just fought another girl and lost in just a regular fight you know so um or one or whatever got more experience in some way compared to the exposure of the, the ultimate fighter and that pressure being able to see how i'm you know under that pressure and kind of get a sneak preview of what it's like to fight for the ufc was cool too so oh yeah the the experience is priceless uh, i'm kind of <laughs> wondering so what would you say you took away most as far as the training side of things goes from the ultimate fighter well, training with Juliana Pena was incredible because we fight a lot alike. We're both, you know, kind of strong for our weight class. You know, she is kind of uh, short and so am I. So she's, uh, and she knows how to make her grappling and wrestling work for her jujitsu. So just being around someone similar to my fighting style like that, who's at the highest level with a belt around her waist, you know, that was incredible for me. And, you know, kind of being the winner of a season that literally was the reason I started training. But she's super good at body locks. And uh, I've always been a lot better at that than, you know, um, wrestling. Although mm -hmm. I have worked really hard on my wrestling, body locks came a little more natural. You know, they don't take as much effort. I've kind of always preferred them. And she's, you know, the queen of body locks. So good. So... Her top pressure is amazing. She feels incredibly heavy. So just to learn kind of some tips and tricks from her on all those details were priceless. You know, just having that connection of someone who really pushes me when we roll and especially in the, you know, clinch, she feels like I can't do anything. <laughs> but I'm hoping the more I train with her, you know, I'll be able to do something with her and be, you know, from that get better at my own so um just that and her coaches just the way they taught i was able to relate to really well i think the things they were telling me really were able to change me in you know the best way you know not only work on my weaknesses but to even 
really improve on my strengths. Um, so I think the whole coaching staff, you know, they've all been working together for 13 years or so with Juliana. So they're already used to all working together as a team. So it was cool being added to that aspect. And anytime I'm in Chicago now, I can train with all the coaches and Juliana and, you know, her team. So, um, so yeah, I learned so much, but especially with the body locks and, and the striking even, you know displacing my weight different ways but it was amazing <laughs> right on and uh who did you have the most fun with in the house well juju and laura are the best you know juju's juju is super loud and crazy and you know <laughs> in the best way she's always super fun to be around and then laura really helped me feel grounded um she's you know really spiritual and you know down to earth in that way so just having both of them in my life in that house made such a difference and um yeah I definitely hung out with them the most I had a couple nights where you know I would talk to other team members whatever from the other team and you know try to get to know other people you know outside of that but uh yeah they kept definitely both kept me grounded and kept me in a good headspace and I spent the most time with them for sure right on yeah, you know, you love to hear that. I mean, I know the ultimate goal is to win the, the competition, but end of the day, it's the connections, it's the friends you make along the way as part of that journey that, that will last. Now, in For saying sure. that, we have had two guests come on the show that were on The Ultimate Fighter, and they both went on to the UFC. So I'm sure you'll make it a third for us. We look forward to that. Um, yes. <laughs> I do have to ask, though, you mentioned you're from Mississippi. So do you know Ben Paris by any chance? Have Big you tuna. crossed paths with him? I do. Yeah, yeah, I've trained with Ben pretty much since I started fighting. Not often, but uh, if I would go cross-train an hour away in Tupelo, Mississippi, you know, that's where he would train at times. And, um, yeah, he's a lot of fun and a goober. <laughs> uh, and, you know, I always learned a lot from him. He helped me a lot with striking, you know, held pads for me several times and uh, could even roll like super light with me, which was awesome. So, yeah, he's super cool. And, yeah, I've definitely heard of him. <laughs> there we go. I'd like to hear that. And um, I guess i got to ask, is there anything else you wanted to share with our audience, Anna? Nothing except, you know, I appreciate you listening in and, um, you know, all my fans and supporters and even my haters. Like, it's, <laughs> I feel like I'm nice to everyone. It's crazy to think to have haters, but, you know, I guess that means I'm maybe accomplishing something in life. That's what I've been told, at there least. There we go. There we go. And also, you know, Hex Crypto, um, they support me. And they've helped me become a full-time fighter without the stress, of, you know, financial stress. You know, they're a cryptocurrency that, you know, gains interest. Um, so they're worth looking into. If uh, you support me, definitely check them out. Great people, great company, and um, a great way to make some, you know, passive income. You know, times are getting hard right now, but um, they've been amazing and have helped me a lot, you know, the past uh six months or so we love to hear that and we'll, we'll check them out and our list audience you can check out hannah on instagram at hannah guy mma do you have any other social medias you'd like to share with us hannah uh that's the main one 
I do have a um, fan page on uh, Facebook, so um, you can check that one out too if you're a Facebooker. <laughs> All right, we'll do, we'll do. Yeah, it's awesome having you on here. I'm fantastic to get a chance to talk to you. Thank you. And I look forward to your next fight. I can't wait to see you utilize those new skills you've learned. I can't wait to see it. Yes, thank you so much. Hope you have a great day. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. For even more of your favorite sports content, be sure to visit the website, www.prosportspodcasters.com. On our website, you will find our sports blog, full podcast library, access to our YouTube channel, and deals from our affiliate partners. You can also sign up to become a PSP Insider and get exclusive access to our insider tips, sponsor giveaways, and insider newsletter. So don't miss out on the full Pro Sports Podcast's experience where no sport is left behind.